This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com This week we have the schus of Leni Pashas Lech Lecha. Pashas Lech Lecha were introduced to Avram Avinu and Sarimenu. And we know Avram Avinu went through ten Eshenes, he had ten tests. Not all of them are written straight out in the Chumash. The one that is written straight on the Chumash, the first one is Lech Lecha. When Hashem tells Avram to leave his birthplace, the land that he's living in, and the land of his father. And he's 75 years old at the time, and he goes, now how do we know that there were 10 Nisyanis if we don't see them in the Chumash? So it's from a Mishnah Perkyavis, Perikei, Mishnah Gimel, the Mishnah says, Asar Nisyanis is Nasa Avramavinu. Avramavinu withstood, underwent 10 tests. The Omar Bikulam, and he overcame all of them. To tell us the, the chiva, the love that Avram Avinu had for Hashem. I want us to wonder, because yes, Avram Avinu overcame all ten tests, but who said it was because he loved Hashem? Maybe he overcame those tests because he didn't want to get in trouble. Hashem told him to do something, so he had to do it. Or he wanted the reward for it. And therefore he did it. How does the Mishnah know to tell us the love that Avram Vinu had for Hashem? Maybe he was just doing it because he had no choice. And the Torah explained from the Gemara in Avayda Zara on Gimel Amad Aleph. The Gemara says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't look to get his creations in trouble. He's not looking to chaf us to get us. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu is giving us a challenge, putting us in a situation to deal with, it's because he knows that we can gain from it. Somehow or another, we can gain from it. If we're giving a test, we're giving a challenge, it's an opportunity. We may not know exactly what success is, but we know because Baruch was giving it to us, it's meant for us to grow and somehow to become closer to him. Furthermore, says Shleim Melech in Kehelis, at the end of the first parish in Pasuk Yudchas, with a lot of wisdom comes grief. What does that mean? See, sort of the next words explain it. The Yasev Das, Yasev Machriv. And he who increases knowledge increases pain. Why would that be? Someone increases knowledge, why would they increase their pain? And this teaches us that whenever someone goes through a test and they overcome, they become closer to, to a Kaddish Baruch. That's right, they, they have a deeper relationship to Hashem. Now, Ramavinu started to see that pattern. Every time he was tested by Hashem, and he overcame that test, he felt himself closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and then receiving another test. He would overcome that test, feel himself coming closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and get another test. A simpler person would have said, Enough, Shane. Enough. Why do I need so many tests? Why do I have to get close to Hashem? If every time I get close to Hashem, I get another test. But that wasn't the Ramavinu. Avram Avinu realized that these tests are what are bringing him closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. and therefore Avram Avinu looked forward to these tests, and he was he, he managed to overcome them, and that's why the Mishnah says that Avram Avinu overcoming these tests showed us how much love he had for Hashem, because Avram Avinu realized that with each test he gets and he overcomes the challenge, he's growing closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Interestingly, Rav Chaim Velazhner, in the Sefer Ruach Chaim, on this Mishnah, points out an interesting thing. The Mishnah before tells us, 
Asara Deiris Minoyach Adavram. There are ten generations from Noyach to Avram. Our Mishnah, however, says a little differently. Asar Nishanis Misnasa Avram Avinu. And he asks, why in the first Mishnah is he called Avram? And the next Mishnah is called Avram Avinu. What changed? In the second Mishnah, in the, in the second one, which is, again, for us Mishnah Gimel, he didn't have children yet by all these Nishanis. Only towards the end. So why does he get the appellation, the, the title of Avram Avinu? And Rechaim Velazhin explains that when Avram Avinu accomplished his test, every time he was Ayman bin Asayan, and he became close to, to a Kaddish Baruch he himself improved, he went into his genes. The ability to overcome the challenges, the ability to nefesh for a Kaddish Baruch the ability to, to withstand these challenges and to grow from them, and to love Hashem, that not only did Avram Avinu gain, but he gained it so much, it became part of his genetic makeup, and he gave it over to his children, to his descendants, that's us. And therefore, he's called over here by the test of Ramavino, because he gave over that meat to his children, to us. And therefore, when we experience challenges, when we experience tests, we have to realize that Kaddish Baruch is only giving it to us so we can go closer to him, and if we do it, we can also go and increase our love to Kaddish Baruch but sometimes somebody may think that you know what a test is? Like Avram Avinu had to jump into a furnace or to sacrifice his son. That doesn't have to be what a test is. People get tests on their own level, whatever they are. And some of them are more physical and some of them have to do with chesed. Some could be with anything. Dayan Weiss, the Dayan of the Eid Charedis, whose name was Yitzhak Yaakov Weiss, who was the Chaber of the Chubas Far Minchas Yitzchak, and he was the guy of Yisrael of Yerushalayim, the Rav of Yerushalayim, the Eidach Reyes. He was a tremendous Hamachachim. When he was at the age of 16, he got Smicha from the Mechaz Alazar, from the Mukach And later he went to learn in Grosvardanian in Romania. And he would learn there. And he became a well-known Hamachachim, a budding Hamachachim. His parents, meanwhile, lived in a place called Dolyana, which was in the Habsburg Austrian Empire which was quite a distance away. When it came time for him to get married, his Rebbeim encouraged him to get married, to find the Shidduch, and he sent letters to his parents, and they agreed, and he met the daughter of Rav Pilchis Tzimidbaum. And her name was Alta Rifkalea. And they met, and they decided to get married. So, he sent a letter home to his, to his parents, and he's getting engaged to this lady, they're very happy. A few weeks later, his mother decided to come visit. She hasn't seen her son in a while. It was a long trip. And she comes to visit. When she comes there, she meets with the Kalim at Alta Rifkalea, and she was shocked. She was horrified. Besides the fact that Alta Rifkalea was very, very short, she was almost half the size of her son, Yisak Yaakov, but she had a terrible, terrible skin disease. All over her body, her skin, it was, she looked very scary. And she was very upset. She said, you fooled my son. Not to her, but to the people who read the shit up. You fooled my son. Because his parents aren't here, they won't know. You fooled him. And she didn't know what to do. She went to the Rabbanim. And they said, you know what? You don't make the decision. Tell your son your concern. Let him meet with her again. And let him make the decision. And whatever he decides, you should listen to. So she agreed to listen to the Rabbanim. And her son met her again. And when he finished meeting with her, he came out and he told her mother, no, he wants to marry her. And they made the chasna, and they got married. 
shortly after the Hasid had a child named, and they named him Yisach Adayv, Berish, and life went on. Parents were back home, and they were moved to Hungary. Only a few years later, the Holocaust started, and ultimately at the end of 1943, the beginning of 1944, the Nazis came in, and Diane Weiss was on the run with his wife and his son, hiding in different places, in attics and fields and different places, and they ended up in Bucharest, in Romania. And while there in an attic, his wife unfortunately got ill from all the running around and the lack of nutrition, and she passed away. And he was left with his little boy. The war was over, he went to England, he remarried, he married uh, someone named Malka, and they were married for many, many years. Later on, she died, he moved to Eretz Yisrael, and he married Chana Miriam Sima. And they were also married for many years, and she passed away. Later on, we would say over this story to his son, he would say, you know, the truth is, when I met, when I met with my first wife again, when I met with her, with Alta Rifkalea, I decided to myself that if it's really going to be bad, the skin disease, then I'm not going to go ahead with the shidduch. If it's bad, if I don't like it, I'm not going to... He said, but when I met with her, and I realized that it wasn't just bad, it was really, really terrible. And it really, it made her look almost disfigured. I realized that if I walk out of this room, there's a great chance that she will not marry anybody. And I said, how could I do that to Abbas Yisrael? And therefore I decided I'm not going to break the shidduch again and marry her. And then he would add, he said, you know, I believe that I was not intended to ever have children. And that's why many years with my second wife, many years with my third wife, I had no children. Just a few short years I was with my first wife, with Alta Rivka. That was the only time I had, I had one child. And I believe because Baruch gave me that child, because I was careful, I was nice enough not to go and to embarrass Abbas Yisrael. An amazing idea to hear. And that is what we're learning from this parasha. That is what we're learning from Avram Avinu. That we all have challenges. And these challenges are not given us by mistake. They're given us from a Kaj Baruch with the ability to grow, to go closer to Him. And we all have that within us to go and to take these challenges and to grow closer to a Kaj Baruch. Have a wonderful Shabbos. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.